Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I can hear your stomach gurgle. It's Katie and Molly, and we're here to tell you our stomachs are gurgling. Because <laughs> we're hungover. Guys, this is a hungover episode. <laughs> okay? I'm Katie. Did you know that one in five Snapples is a Gatorade? Hi, I'm Molly. I'm drinking a nice coffee, a Coke Zero, and a coconut water. <laughs> So today, we're just going to try to get through it. Yeah. You know, some days all you can do <laughs> is just fucking get through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going Let's for talk it. about a little bit of what happened last night to us before we get into Tinder Minute. Yeah. So last night, our friend Amanda moved into a new home. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I didn't even <laughs> remember that part. <laughs> and I went over with our other friend. Well, let's back up even further. To work. Uh, after work, after we were done working <laughs> today, I went with you to Yesterday. a witch shop. Yeah. Austin's Witch Shop. What is it called? Herb Bar on West Mary. Herb Bar. Check it out if you need some magic rocks. And, like, sage for blessing houses. They have yeah. great stuff. It's pricey, dream catchers. Though. If you need to stock up on dream catchers, you have to be a wealthy witch. Yeah, to shop. I dropped like over a yeah. hundred bucks. <laughs> when yeah, when she told said your total, I like spat out. What I, I was know drinking. she's like, oh my god. <laughs> I felt I don't know. I didn't feel nearly as so bad. So that's where the night began with you <clears throat> spending a hundred dollars on witchcraft. On witchcraft. So then I went home and was feeling emotional, and for I don't know, it's that. Time of the month, you could say. Right. And I've been really overworked lately. And Not that time of the month, but the time of the month. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like that time of the month when I start to feel tired. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the month. So yeah. <laughs> I was feeling emotional already and kind of weird. But I was like, okay, like a night out will do me good because I haven't been drinking a ton lately on purpose, but it might be fun to just kind of get drunk and... Let loose. Let loose. Like, let my hair down. Like, enjoy my friends. Not think about things that are upsetting me. So we're at Amanda's house. So I roll up to Amanda's house, and she and Felix are on the porch looking pretty drunk yeah. and, like, strumming a guitar. And you've got your sage stick. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. They're strumming a guitar, and neither of them know how to play. Jesus. Yeah, it was upsetting. I and didn't then, know that part. <laughs> and then we go inside and I do like a whole, I don't do, just do sage. I did like a candle thing and a charcoal thing, and we like blessed the whole house. And it was emotional because, you know, she's young, and, and, and it's exciting, and it's new. And so we did get a little emotional over that, but then we all split in three ways, them more than me, admittedly, a bottle of tequila because Frida Kahlo says <laughs> that, you know, in your new home, when you're like a woman making it out on her own, the first bottle you drink in your house should be tequila and you should finish it like on your first night there. Um, yeah. Was yeah. she known for her advice? No. I mean, you know, we all know what happened to her. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't know what happened. No, I actually have no idea. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so we drank a lot, a lot. It got really mushy and dumb and crying into each other's arms and like more strumming of a guitar that, you know, no one knew how to play. And you were reading that poem. And yeah, they they read this same poem four times and I cried each time because I'm. I'm going to read part of it now and see if you cry. (laughs) No, I won't. I'm out of tears. Leaving is not enough. You must stay gone. Train your heart like a dog. 
Change the locks even on the house he's never visited. You lucky, lucky girl. You have an apartment just your size. A bathtub full of tea. A heart the size of Arizona, but not nearly so arid. Don't wish away your cracked past, your crooked toes, your problems, our papier-mâché puppets you made or bought because a vendor at the market was so compelling. You just had to have them. You had to have them. And now you're not crying, but last night... Yeah, when you read it, it's not so sad. See, this is the thing. When emotional so, women okay. read it, yeah, it's you guys sad. were having this big emotional time. <laughs> I show up, you guys are immediately like, "We're done crying." Yeah, because Molly just like she doesn't have that kind of personality you want to cry around, which is actually a good Excuse thing. Excuse me, it's a good thing. Excuse me, you're saying people wouldn't <laughs> cry around me? I've never really cried around you. You have, have I? I mean, I don't want to get into it. But. <laughs> Have I, I ever dripped cri- a couple tears? Yeah. yeah. Have I cried in front of you? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm trying to think. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but so- yeah. <laughs> People want to cry around me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm warm. Warmer than you'll ever know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fuck it. Whatever. So we went. <laughs> so we got drunk. Molly kicked in the door and said, dry up, you bitches. Let's yeah. go out. So we yeah. went out. To say goodbye. Put that sage out. Put the tequila down. Stop reading Frida Kahlo. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. And then we started having the night I had hoped we would have, which was like drinking a lot and talking to random people. And even though some of the conversations were pretty dumb, yeah. that was fun. And that yeah. was the kind of and night so, like, I didn't want. Every, every night, Katie and I, well, not every night, but every night we go out, Katie's like, oh, I'm going to wing woman you. I'm going to wing woman the shit out of you. <laughs> and then we get to the bar and it's like, who? And then it, <laughs> who, and then she's always like, you know, this isn't a good bar. <laughs> And that's I feel like we always time. end up at like I don't know if it's my. I think it's because you but. don't really look around at who's around you until you're in that zone, and then you look around and you're like, "Oh God!" Yeah, and then you're like, "Jesus, where am fuck. I?" Yeah, and then there were these two dudes right. that Molly's like, "Let's just you know go Let's up just to them." See. And she wasn't wrong to do that. Yeah, until they opened their mouths. Whew. And then I I pretty much just like shriveled away and sat down because yeah. I couldn't. What did he say to you? Can I, I let you talk now? You let oh, me Jesus talk. Oh, Jesus Christ. All I was, oh my God. My, it was your fault for it bringing was my up fault. politics, to be that honest. That was my fault. But it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, people are going to have a strong opinion. In my defense. But like you thought it would be fun to yeah. talk about. And I thought, you know, we then we'd move on. But no. Uh, no, it, it kept going like down that vein, and uh, I barely said anything. I was just like, you know, I don't think Trump would be a good president. Just like something that people say. And then he went off this whole spiel about how he might be like, a no, good he president. Might. He'll be the best. <laughs> and then, and I was like, blah, blah, blah. and then I was just kind of backing away. And then he said to me, he looked me dead in the eyes, and he said to me, "I let you talk. Now you let me talk." That's so fucked. Anyway. Don't drink and talk. Don't drink and talk. And then the second someone mentions don't Trump try to in any sort of way that isn't should burn. Yeah. Don't talk to them. Yeah. And then walk away. It's okay. Walk away. They know. They yeah. know they're not likable. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's Tinder minute basically. Like we were trying to Tinder in real life, and it was yeah. exactly like Tinder. It was exactly like Tinder. Where like, it's like, oh no, God, terrible. There was all a bunch <laughs> of left swipes, but we were there for our friend Cody's going away party. So you know, you go to support friends, and sometimes you meet, yeah, and sometimes some people that are you terrible. Wish you had just stayed home. <laughs> 
by the way, this is an advice podcast. And unlike <laughs> Frida Kahlo, we give great advice. So we've gotten a lot of questions. Questions. Mike from Tinder and also England asked, I've heard so much about Texan hospitality over here. It's legendary. Based on the current British political situation, does that extend to marrying me so that I can escape? Hmm. What'd you say? I, I don't know. I said something like, uh, hmm. you want to come here when it's about to be, when America's about to be transformed into Trump land Inc.? <laughs> Let's meet in Canada. And he didn't say anything. <laughs> I like when guys... Mike, fair. Yeah, I, but I like when guys start out trying to be funny, and then you are obviously funnier. It doesn't work it, out. And they're like, nope, never mind. She's, uh, and that's she's got a conversation. brain. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Danielle in D.C. asks, Do you think that Americans' career culture, how tied people are to their work, how their careers make their identity, blah, blah, could be bad for the environment? Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're just sitting at your desk, you know, that's not bad bad? for the environment. Which is all, I I kind of was trying to think about this question before. Commuting, commuting's bad for the environment. Fair enough. That's bad, yeah. But sitting for 11 hours a day is just bad for your body. It'll just disfigure you. Well, okay, but I do feel like it, it ties into everything. Because, like, people now, it's like they're so... Uh, divorced from, like, where food comes from. Yeah. You know? This is office workers, people who work in the office. Those are those people who want fucking boneless, skinless chicken breasts. No, you they do. You know how I feel about those chicken breasts. Yeah, and they want, like, the because they want it to just be like, just feed me. Oh, this chicken fruit came from the chicken plant. No, no. It's a dead animal. Yeah. Not there's anything wrong with that. I would kill a chicken with my bare hands. But I think it no, does, like, yeah. when you work all the time, you do sort of, like, for, there are so many people, especially our age, who've, like, forgotten how, the, they don't know anything about how the world works. works outside of their microwaved meals and their little computers. So I guess it is bad. Yes. The, it, in answer to your question. Yeah. In answer to your question is, yeah. So, uh, so I have a question. Mm. Uh, something that I've, uh, I have not been on any good dates on <laughs> Tinder, right? It's all a nightmare. Except for like one, but, but it's mostly just a nightmare. Yeah. So, okay, you show up to a Tinder date. They look nothing like their picture. They have a weird laugh. They sit really weird. Sure. They talk about, you know, um, they describe really graphically a scene from a horror movie okay. that's like re- where someone is like impaled or eviscerated or whatever, and you're like, why would you bring that up? Yeah. So you're on one of those. Because they're going to kill you later. So what do you? What is your? How soon? Like you look at them and you're like, nope. Do you just say nope and leave, or like what's? That? They're not a bad person. Like they're fine. But you know, you're like, it's I think not there's happening. nothing wrong with like having a drink, right? You know, just, I mean, like we said, if they're not being a dick and they're they're nice enough, but they're just not really at all what you expected. There's nothing wrong with having a drink with a potential friend and then being like, you know what, like, I gotta go. Right. This, you know, isn't really going to work out. I would say that and then I would probably leave immediately. Okay. Right? I mean, that's one of those things where, like, that sounds like, yeah, that makes sense. But it's hard to do. It's hard to do. I think, in reality, I'd probably have a drink, pretend to go to the bathroom, 
Yeah. And never should be seen again. See, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> if they're not actually an asshole, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I yeah, just, I, I, end up, I feel worse. It's like harder to put down an asshole. I'd be like, fuck you. You're gross. But like it's a nice guy that just like isn't for you. Right. It's harder to kind of like let them down, you know? Yeah. I'm always just like, oh, yeah, my friends and my keys and my roommates, time, yeah. space. You get it. <laughs> and they and those and then, kind of guys like they do get it. And then I it probably happens melt them a lot. into a puddle. And there's nothing but my clothes on yeah. the ground. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I don't I don't know. I don't think that uh, there's no right or wrong way to, like, get out of an uncomfortable situation. It's like, yeah. like do, my motto lately is, do your best to do no harm to anybody. Right. So if you can really try to spare their feelings, I would have a drink and then be like, I'm going to get going. Like, it's been a long day. And you'd make that face. I'd make I wish this, like, squinty could... <laughs> face. Yeah, Katie's making the perfect, <laughs> I'm going to get I'm, going. I'm going to Like, you can't I see wish her. you could see. You can only see, like, her teeth and her nose when she makes this face. <laughs> My eyes just totally disappear <laughs> into my head. into her head. <laughs> it's a good look. Adam in D.C. asks, What would you say is the worst holiday, and if you could create a new holiday to replace it, a holiday celebrating anything you want at any time of the year you want, what would your new holiday be? I said, I was in a bad mood yesterday. That's a theme lately in my life, being yeah. in a bad mood. Yeah. I said I would cancel Christmas and replace it with a holiday Dedicated to meatloaf of the singer. Ooh. Not the food. Okay. Ooh, no, that's... Okay, not what you said. <laughs> I'm improving on it. There should be, like, a... You know how, like, you have a birthday? Get yeah. rid of that. First of all, fucking... Oh, that's what I would get rid of. Yeah, I don't love birthdays. birthdays. Yeah. Like, grow up. Anything after the age of 10 is just pathetic. Yeah. You turn 10 and then that's it. Yeah. No sweet 16s. No, woo, 21. No, no. 40. Let's no. so, uh, Fuck it. Enough. Music day. You get to pick a day. You pick any day. And that is the day where your friends come with you to see your favorite band. Ooh. Yeah. So it is kind of about you, but it's like, uh, I'm going to introduce you to something I love. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's hard to convince people to see shows you don't, they don't want to see. So right. it's good to guilt them because it's a holiday. Yeah. It's like, today's Molly Day, and we're going to see Meat Love. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Actually, my favorite. Uh, so, okay, so we've got Music Day the other day, and this is a national holiday, right? Everything shuts down okay. for this day. Potluck Day. You love a potluck. I love a potluck. <laughs> and it's yeah. just a day where, like, uh, you and like you the go, neighborhood, you, the neighborhood. Yeah, it's that's a, a good food idea. crawl. Everybody makes their best. You make like five of your best dishes, and then you go to other people's house. It's sort of like trick or treating, but like with casseroles, with entire piping hot pans of casseroles. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and you're just going around to people's houses with like a grocery bag, and you're just scraping casserole yeah. into your bag. <laughs> yeah, potluck day for all. Potluck. Day for That's all. April who's the, 11th. Who's the mascot of... There's like an elf. Not Santa, but like a cool elf. Like kind of a like a... elf. Yeah, like a jazzy elf. A jazzy elf. Yeah, there's a jazzy elf. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Scooby-doo, bop, 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 it's potluck day. You yeah. know? Are you feeling me? I'm feeling so tired. I'm, I'm sorry. I can tell that this conversation is exhausting you. I, I want to crawl under this chair so bad. Next question. <laughs> How do you define... This is from Anonymous in Austin. How do you define casual? 
Example. I was casually booty calling someone from Tinder. I texted him to see if he wanted to hang out one night, and he never responded. A few days later, he hit me up with no explanation for his non-response to my earlier text. I get that it's casual, but surely you should still respond? Yeah. Yeah, she's right. Yeah, I, well, well, it's one you of those can't make rules like, for things that have no rules. That's the thing, you can. Like, I feel like you can, like, you, you can make cannot, your own rules, but it can't be a universal you rule. You can't demand, like, you have to text no. me a certain number of times. That's for when you're in love. Yeah. You know, but, like, <laughs> but, like, in a casual thing, I think that you just have to treat the other person, it's like a, like a business, a colleague, or, like, a friend. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. have to treat your casual sex friend with the same you respect know, you would like deference. Your yeah. Deborah same, that like, sits at the desk. You're next a to person. You. you have to make a schedule and I get that. Yeah, that's I think rule. that's fine to like have a rule for yourself, like what you're willing to accept yeah. in a casual partner. But to say there's a universal rule for casual partners is never gonna happen. Yeah. Because a man's definition of casual, a woman's, this is, could be all very different. Right. He clearly, in his definition, he does not need to respond. He does not need to tell her why. I think that's disrespectful. She obviously thinks it is, too, so that is not fall into, like, her realm, you know? Yeah. It's hard to define casual stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God, my stomach is growling. <laughs> all right, your stomach's growling. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> So, uh, my dad asked, what's the worst career advice you've gotten from a family member? I feel like every, so he was telling me, like, you should get into real estate for, like, no reason. No reason. My work is going fine. Yeah. And he just has this little idea that pops in his head. And that made me think, I've heard Conan O'Brien say that he has an uncle who, until recently, was telling him he should go to law school. (laughs) <laughs> and my dad, his parents were always like, you should be an English teacher. Which, if you know my dad, you know is the craziest thing <laughs> that like, my dad could do. Like, I could He's see also my dad, a lawyer. <laughs> I could see my dad, like, going into space before he'd right. teach a room of children. <laughs> and he loves kids. It's not like he... Anyway. No, it's hard to teach. You not- can love them. It's hard to teach those little things. Anything. <sighs> God. God. So, we, so like, I was, it made me think, like, what is the, everybody has a relative yeah. who has, like, a stupid idea of, like, what, what your career should with be. With their life. And what's yours? My mom thinks I should be a hotel concierge. <laughs> and <laughs> Which is, like, a is hotel front a, person. And that's such a weirdly a specific, pointless thing to do with your life. Yeah. Like, it's weirdly specific to me. You should be a bellhop. Yeah, you should be a bellhop. Or like a court stenographer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which actually I would probably love. But <laughs> yeah. Typing away on those crazy keyboards. Yeah. Those keyboards are shorthanded keyboards. Oh, wow. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. That's how they can get everything done so quick. Oh, my So there's, there's keys that say the, and, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I just found my calling. Yeah, me too. A well, weird the- little keyboard sign me <laughs> My, so, speaking, career, so my mom, she, for some reason, well, she's like, you're so great with customer service. I'm like, yeah, there's like, so I do that in, like, my job as, like, a high-powered, you yeah. know, boss of things. So, thank you so much. Um, glad <laughs> you know to keep you, you proud. <laughs> you know how you have that job? You should do a much lower paying, less interesting version of that. And, yeah, and I I actually worked in a hotel for, like, two weeks, and I quit and immediately. Oh, you did love I it. I hate, fucking hated it. Yeah. People 
treat you really I customer service sucked but anyway hold on I have a funny thing to say about my mom and a court stenographer so the advice her dad <laughs> a mom and a court stenographer <laughs> walk into a bar the advice my grandpa gave her when she was like finishing up high school because he did not want her to be a hairdresser he did not want her to follow in his shoes she's a hairdresser but he's a hairdresser yeah he was you have a grandpa hairdresser yeah her dad Nick whoa yeah okay he did everyone's oh I love hair. Nick yeah I know Nick. Nick Nick's the one yeah um He's like, D- please don't, but she obviously became a hairdresser against his advice. He said, you could be a court stenographer or a blackjack dealer because <laughs> you're so good with your hands, like the way you would be cutting hair <laughs> with your oh hands. Oh, my God, a blackjack She is a really dealer. good card player and dealer. She deals like, it looks crazy. Okay, so maybe he wasn't wrong. No, he was right, but it was wrong. <laughs> let's write let's write a pilot where it's a parallel universe where you're a hotel concierge <laughs> and I'm a realtor. <laughs> and my mom's a black tech. Yeah. <laughs> and stenographer by night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Night stenographer. <laughs> what On the she next do? episode of Night Stenographer. And then it's just like the sound of typing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that crazy keyboard go. Uh. All right, let's get into the news. All of the news is about me. Um, so it turns yeah, this out, is Molly news, not Austin. News. So I'm moving again. I'm that bitch who always needs to move. Yeah, and I'm know? the one that always fucking helps you carry shit. Yeah, well, that happened once, and I know it was hard, but <laughs> she's blinking a lot. Um, there's a new daddy in town. That's when we started singing that. I don't know how I would have gotten through that moving without you singing the that whole time. That there was time. a new daddy in town. Yeah. A disciplined daddy. Oh, my God. So, um, that's from Arrested Development. If you're listening and you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about. So, okay, so I'm moving again because, uh... There was uh, so my where I live. It's like it's not great, but it's like Austin. It's like there's nowhere that's like truly terrible because it's like you walk a couple blocks and it's fine again. But where I live, it's like a shitty three blocks, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so a couple weeks ago, my roommate saw a guy by our fence, just like lurking around. Back like he fence. was definitely yeah, back fence, definitely lurking. No. No two no ways questions. about it. And when yeah. she noticed him, he scampered away. And she only noticed him because the dog was barking. And then mo- more recently, uh, there was uh, a hole in our fence. Like mm. the dogs escaped through a hole in the fence and the dogs were freaked out. And so we called the police, or she called the police, and they came and they were like, if there was a guy who you saw lurking and now there's a hole in the fence, we think you have a prowler yeah. who's like Progressing. And then... Uh, and so then they were they 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 were like this is probably a guy who's like jerking off and like watching you through the windows do like normal stuff. I don't know why they quickly came to that conclusion because they've seen it before. I guess they're like lurking hole in the fence. We know what this is about. We so need they jerking so off. they donned rubber gloves and started looking in the grass for semen. And once you hear there are cops outside your house looking. For, for semen, semen in the grass with the rubber. That's when you say, I'm moving. <laughs> I don't know about you, but for me, <laughs> That's when you say, those it's are time. the rubber it's gloves time. that break the camel's back. So I'm moving again. So everybody, like, look out. 
you know look out for, well especially see something women like living alone be very oh my god careful. and then i fucking emailed my fucking piece of shit slumlord yeah. landlord and he was like and i was like yeah we have a prowler please come fix the fence and, and put he was some like lights out so yeah and put safe. some lights out so we can live and he was like <laughs> i live a block away and i've never had the problem and I've never had I any problem. And I, I told my father? dad this. And what did he say? He said, does he menstruate? <laughs> <laughs> my dad really gets down to it, you I know? Mean, dude, of course you don't have a fucking sexual prowler. <laughs> no one wants to have sex with no you. No one wants to see your pencil dick. No. Anyway. Anyway, very scary situation. So let's all distract ourselves. We've got some fun events coming up. Yeah. So we're having our first happy hour at the Comeback Space. We're going to start having a monthly happy hour for our co-working space that Katie Mm -hmm. and I operate with others. And it's going to be, we're going to have it be like an educational event. It's not just going to be people like getting shit faced no. and tap dancing on tabletops. We're going to have like a theme. And we're going to have like a founder or one of our members talk about something that, that they're, they're really good, good at that or that they like to talk about. So, yeah, first round on us. First round. At Brew and Brew. So, coffee or beer or wine, what have you. And we'll do a little like session. For example, um, I one of the, really good with spreadsheets. I'm really good with spreadsheets, so I'd love to. Haven't do you? Are you always like you're drinking and you're like, you know what really set this off? A spreadsheet. I want to know about spreadsheets. I I mean I think about spreadsheets all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think the inside of your head is like is a, a spreadsheet. big spreadsheet. God, with like tabs with everyone's names. Yeah, that I just you go know. to it and I click like Molly recently did this. Oh boy, <laughs> equals I this. I don't want to pivot know. table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, speaking of things that are fun to do while you're drinking, mm. Bob Ross, sip and paint at Full Circle Bar. Which is a very small bar. Very small bar. And so far, 86 people have said <laughs> that they're going. So I'm excited. And, we'll, and I'm going to crowd surf. Yeah, we're going to crowd surf and paint. August 25th, Full Circle Bar. I can't imagine that it'll be anything other than the best night of our lives. Yeah. And then a great way to... Have air conditioning this summer. Our our favorite way, yeah, to be that in the we AC just discovered is Weird Wednesdays at the Ritz at the Alamo, or yeah. is it? It's called the Ritz, but there it's not at every Alamo. It's just the Ritz. It's just at the Ritz. I'm burping. Um. Oh God, get this out. <laughs> so yeah, the Ritz <laughs> Alamo. They're having like they do like a super weird of uh, like B movie. Like we saw one mm-hmm. called Sweet Sugar this past week. Which Wednesday. is like a 70s sexploitation movie about women in prison and machetes. Let's and... Very briefly describe the plot. Yeah. It's Sugar, a very sexual, busty woman. Yeah. For some reason, the most her lover woman. entraps her and he like gives in her a, a marijuana bus from cigarette Mexico City. in Mexico City. Yeah. And then cops come in like as soon as she takes the joint and they're like, gotcha. And they bring her to a Weed sugar. Weed in Mexico in the 70s? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. They bring her to a sugar cane plantation. And then they take them to a sugar cane plantation. And that's where they're going to live out their days as prisoners for their sentence. And what they'll do all day is chop. Sugarcane, which obviously we all know is hard, and you need a machete to do that. So they give these potentially dangerous women <laughs> machetes. Machetes. But the best part of this whole movie is this weird doctor, Dr. John. Yeah. Who is just the creepiest, weirdest dude. Isn't there, like, a scene where they, like, release a bunch of cats? Yeah, he throws on cats on them at, like, there's cats one that have, like, had a, a taste for blood. Throwing cats. <laughs> <laughs> on 
on a bunch of cats. On a bunch of women. <laughs> it's really, it was, yeah. It and then was, my uh, favorite line of the whole movie, after one, you know, character dies in a fiery blaze of glory, Sugar says, so long, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm going to say at your funeral. Yeah, totally. So yeah. go see that. Weird Wednesday, and then there's Terror Tuesday. You can figure out what that means. Yeah, Google it. Google Jesus. it. God I damn it. to do everything. Have a good day. I hope it's better than ours. <laughs> <laughs>